What is going on in America these days? A Colorado mom, Colorado mom, says she nearly got arrested at Six Flags Amusement Park when a security guard claimed her shorts were too skimpy. What? Are you kidding me? In America, women can wear their shorts as short as they want at any theme park they want, damn it. And according to this story, Bailey Breedlove, the mom, says she has autism. So she's disabled and we're kicking her out of Six Flags? She was there on a family vacation to Frontier City Six Flags in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. And thanks to this body-shaming experience, I was terrified. I was about to go to jail over a pair of shorts. So she's on the family trip. And they're walking uh, there in, you know, Six Flags. And the guard proceeded to follow me and grabbed my shoulder to turn me around and proceeded to tell me my shorts were too short. (laughs) Really? Yes, I committed no crime and proceeded to walk to my boyfriend as I am autistic and have a hard time talking to officers. She followed me yelling and calling for backup. Then your incompetent manager showed up and began body shaming me. I was told I need to go buy new shorts, which I am not obligated to purchase anything I don't want to. Ooh, well, that's true so far. Still in America. Then I was threatened with criminal trespassing when I agreed to buy new shorts so my family could enjoy their vacation. So she gave in. She gave in. And yet... I was then pushed and escorted toward the entrance. Accepting this, we were about to leave, and then we were blocked by your female officer from leaving. She pulled out her cuffs and demanded my ID. Oh, no. Oh, no. And she's got her daughter. You can see her daughter there was crying. When asked for probable cause, the answer was because they are the police. That's right. Now, she was released eventually and she wasn't cuffed or arrested although she's been banned from the park for five years now according to six flags in keeping with our family-friendly environment and for safety reasons six flags enforces a dress code proper attire must be worn in the park at all times including shirts she had a shirt on and appropriate footwear. She had appropriate footwear on clothing or tattoos with offensive language or graphics are not permitted at any time. She didn't have any of that. What she had was shorts that you felt were too short. She's wearing a little Pokemon t-shirt, which, you know, cute little thing. She's got some tats on the tats. <laughs> now I will say this. Okay. According to six flags, She was initially stopped because her shorts exposed a significant portion of her buttocks. But, but, that's not why she was escorted from the park, okay? She was escorted from the park because of her behavior towards the police and our team members and other park guests. I noticed they threw in the other park guests in there because, uh, oh, sorry, I didn't con don't and confine my get down on my knees for your park police six flags does not body shame and did not remove this guest from frontier city because of the length of her shorts well you kind of did 
Six Flags conducted an internal revenue of the encounter. Based on the findings, Breedlove was given multiple opportunities to change or cover up, but refused. So you did. You did kick her out because of her short length of her shorts. <laughs> what is going on in America? Welcome. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. I'm going to stick with what is going on with America because I see this story now. A Vietnam veteran carjacked by armed criminals. And then he's being told to pay tickets that the carjackers accrued when they had his car. A 73-year-old Vietnam veteran first victimized by armed carjackers and now victimized by Washington, D.C. officials who demanded he pay the tickets that the criminals racked up in his stolen car. So, according to this story, Doug had finished his late shift at the U.S. Postal Service and arrived home just after midnight when he was accosted by a criminal who put a gun to his head and demanded his car. As I was exiting the vehicle, the guy came up with a pistol and said, give me the car. You know what's happening. Give me the car. Now, Doug and his wife, Nancy, thought their troubles were over when the car was returned. But no, the troubles were not over. They received notice after notice about the fines from traffic violations the carjackers committed in the stolen car. Over $2,000 worth of fines. 2000 bucks, And they said, um... They would just uh, notify the District of Columbia that the infractions were made while the car had been stolen and they would dismiss the charges. That's not what happened. It came back a UO. <laughs> they tried to clear up the issue uh, personally at numerous government offices, but they got the bureaucratic runaround, of course. In the meantime, they were not allowed to drive their vehicle that they depended on to get to work and run their daily errands. Wait, why? This lasted six months? This is not how in tears all about the stuff. We owe $2,000 for tickets. It's not even our fault. Why would they not be able to drive their car? All right, it doesn't say. Now, maybe that was just them being legal, because I would say that you would still be able to drive your car. I don't think they confiscated account. I can't even say the word. I don't think they confiscated the car. But now the DMV said, uh, hey, we've been communicating with Mr. Nelson since he began the adjudication process related to the six citations issued. The initial police incident submitted as part of the process was incomplete and failed to establish that the vehicle was stolen when the citations were issued. Now, subsequently, uh, they've received a more complete incident report with additional details related to the carjacking incident and as a result we're going to go ahead and dismiss the six tickets as well as the related fines and penalties isn't that special what is going on in america i'll tell you what's going on in america okay norman lloyd died that's what's going on in america okay he was 106 years old norman lloyd and you think wait who is norman lloyd if you see his picture his photograph you'll know who he is i mean he's a producer director actor he worked with orson wells charlie chaplin 
<laughs> he worked with all these huge actors and legends in Hollywood for years. And you may remember him in uh, from St. Elsewhere, the television show in the 80s. He was in the huge movie for Robin Williams, Dead Poets Society. He was the head of the school in that movie. You know, look, he worked with uh, with Orson Welles at the Mercury Theater in New York, born in 1914 in New Jersey. It talked about how his parents sent him to dancing and acting school and theater and tried to send him to uh, a speech school to get rid of his accent. And he talked about one of his biggest regrets, not being in Citizen Kane, because he had gone out to California to work with Orson and Alfred Hitchcock, and he was doing all this stuff, and then he went back. The one movie got canceled, so he went back to Jersey, and that's when they were going to make Citizen Kane, and he was like, nah, I don't want to do that. I'm going to go back to Jersey. And he said that was a big regret, not being a part of uh, Citizen Kane. He always regretted that. I would say, no. Uh, he, he talked. He thought it was abandoning Orson at the time. But the huge movie Saboteur... I mean, he's the guy that falls off the Statue of Liberty in that movie. Just a great actor and producer, Hollywood guy. 106. And there's a documentary out there. I'm going to have to watch it now. Uh, from 2007, an actual, an actual documentary on his life uh, called Who is Norman Lloyd? Because he's this actor and producer and director that's done all this stuff. And you really, he didn't get the great accolades that to the to the masses right but to the people in hollywood he got the accolades no question so norman lloyd dead at the age of 106 years of age he would have been an incredible interview to talk to and they just took a picture his birthday uh was the first of this month there was a picture of him you know at 106 incredible so I mean, the guy is uh, the guy was uh, just an incredible artist, and he passed away yesterday, unfortunately, in Hollywood at the age of 106. Norman Lloyd, rest in peace. Speaking of resting in peace, Ellen DeGeneres, resting in peace uh, today. It just broke. If you're listening live on the 12th of May, 2021. Ellen DeGeneres ending the show because, well, it's not a challenge anymore. Oh, is that why, Ellen? Is that why? I told you on this show, this show, it was over. She's done. The show's over. And, you know, she's, she's milking it to the end of her contract, but it's done. And it was done when she tried to come back after the big hubaloo with her being just not a nice person. And she, uh, 19 seasons, 3,000 episodes or more, actually. And there's been, you know, there was just a flurry of workplace allegations. No question about that. And even the people who were trying to stick up for her, yeah, it was great. That was fine. But she lost the Ellen show edge a long time ago. Now, it talks about her maybe going into movies and stuff, but she's still doing her stupid game show, right? Does that go away too? Is that all part of the Ellen slot? I, I don't know. I don't know. It does say in here that it may be filled, her slot may be filled by Kelly Clarkson, which I, you know, we talked about her because I always thought it was going to be, what's her face? Drew Barrymore. 
But it doesn't appear that Drew's show is hitting it off, which is kind of surprising because it was more about, uh, you know, uh, Kelly Clarkson show is getting the stars now and she's all uh, she's all about it. So Kelly will, you know, probably go. But I, I still think that uh, Barry Moore has a has a chance, but probably not so much anymore. Kelly's getting all the press, but it's over. Remember we talked about her living at uh, <laughs> she sold her house in Beverly Hills and her, she's staying at somebody else's house, Courtney Cox's house. And, you know, she wasn't, they haven't broken up. Porta came to visit and, you know, it's uh, her life is in a shambles right now. I don't know how she's going to survive with the money that she has, but she claimed, you know, that uh, they destroyed her. And uh, she said, I'd be lying if it didn't. But she went on to say that it was all, you know, she went on to criticize cancel culture. Oh, oh, okay. All right, it's cancel culture. I mean, never mind that you were just, uh, you know, a bad person and treated people badly. (laughs) But she went on to say, look, you realize that every single encounter means something. Oh, thank you, Ellen. And if for whatever reason, one day I was why well, wasn't dancing when I was in the dry cleaners or I didn't smile at somebody it's like oh did that affect somebody was that what they meant and I don't know but I know that I'm just a person with a lot of different emotions and I struggle with depression and with anxiety so every day I'm not super smiley but my intention is never to hurt anyone is it is that your intention Ellen, not to hurt anyone, because the reports we hear of you was that, well, I mean, some of them were silly. There's no, <laughs> I mean, I, I know you can't be expected to be Ellen 24 7. You just can't. But that's why you move to the mountains and you live in a gated community. So you don't have to be Ellen at the, at the castle. That's why you have the castles, right? So when you do, when you leave the castle, you got to be Ellen. That's the way it works. That's what you make the big bucks for, Ellen. <laughs> and I knew that it was, I mean, it was over. The one story, I just I was just reminded, now I'm thinking of the stories that were silly. Because the one story, remember, that they tried to beat her up on because she, during a break, didn't talk. <laughs> I mean, that is silly. I, I, I was silly then and silly now. You're trying to be pissed at her. During a, during a break, she just sat there and waited to go live again. How dare her? Why wasn't she dancing and being on? Why wasn't that happening? I know. I know. It's weird. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because it's over. And she's decided on her own terms that it's just not a challenge anymore. So she's given it up. Uh huh. Well, we know that uh, fifty thousand dollars in lumber in twenty thousand fifteen would build fourteen point seven four new single family homes. By April of twenty twenty, fifty thousand dollars worth of lumber built ten point five homes. And now, in May of twenty twenty one, fifty thousand dollars in lumber can get you two point. One one homes. That's good, right? That's good news. That's good news. We know that the average price for used cars hits a record of twenty five thousand four hundred and sixty three dollars amid shortages. Ha! Huh. 
Why would there be a shortage of used cars? Wonder why there would be a shortage of used cars. It would just go to say that people, I don't know, can't afford the new ones. And it's part of my economic indicator uh, that more you see more used cars or they, you know, obviously they're used because they're on the road. Uh, they're broken down alongside of the road, which means people are holding back on their routine maintenance because they don't have the money. Now, we know that we have gas shortages now. 20% of Metro Atlanta gas stations are out of gas right now. As we speak live on the 12th of May, 2021, 20% of Metro Atlanta gas stations out of gas. Gas prices are at their highest level since 2014, according to AAA. (laughs) Wow. So we have the pipeline down. Right. And we have we there's some things that, you know, when is it coming back? We've talked about the ransomware attack that shut down the gas line. It's a critical gas line, actually. And it's causing the supply crunch. It's not causing a gas shortage. <laughs> you dummy. <laughs> oh, man, it's not a gas shortage. OK, there's a supply crunch. OK, <laughs> so don't be panic buying. Oh, oh, okay, so we don't need to panic buy? No, okay. When you tell us not to panic buy, that's when people panic buy. (laughs) Uh, It's just incredible. Now, the ransomware attack, you know, they're saying has highlighted the vulnerability of the country's critical infrastructure. But, uh, you know, it was a hack and a ransomware. But they haven't told us what they asked for. The hack was they took some information and they obviously part of the ransomware attacks is they take information and they say, we're going to release that information if you don't give us something. But we don't know what was asked of Colonial Pipeline. I mean, that's who operates the main gas artery along the East Coast. And uh, all we know is they shut it down. So it was something that they didn't want to pay. That's for sure. Now, do they care? Has that information been released that was going to be released about they said that they got hacked and that they also were hit with a, a ransomware attack? So what's the information that was taken as part of the double extortion scheme? They're saying uh, they stole about 100 gigabytes of data. Okay. What was that data? Has that been released? I don't know. I, I, I don't. I honestly, I don't know. I just know that I have not seen anything about that. And I haven't seen what the ransom was supposed to be. All I know is that Colonial shut it down. Now, Colonial services seven airports. It operates in 14 states. Its system is the biggest in the U.S., the company says, covering more than 5,500 miles and carrying more than 100 million gallons of of fuel per day now a legend on its company tanks featured on its website reads america's energy lifeline i mean okay all right it said that it worked with shippers to transport about 41 million gallons to delivery points along its pipeline and it's taken about uh, 84 million gallons from refineries as it readies to reopen the pipeline Now, they talk about the government relaxing rules so that more oil can be driven up the East Coast in tankers. Okay, well, that's awful. That's awful. 
nice of them. Now they've restarted, and I think we talked about this on here on Chewing as well. They restarted minor sections of the system, but they're not going to fully restore uh, the main chunks until this weekend. And get this, even when the pipeline is operational, all right, it's going to take 15 days for gasoline to get from a Houston refining hub up to New York Harbor where the you know those are the airports and they're just they're waiting man <laughs> we're here uh this is this is fisher air thank you for flying fisher air uh we're just gonna sit back and wait for the gas to show up the jet fuel is uh, we're a little low here in uh, newark so uh, we're just waiting and uh, we could probably take off and make it to oh i don't know newark but we're just going to wait. <laughs> we could circle the airport and land again with the fuel we have. So we're just waiting for the pipeline to come online. and We just wait here. And don't think you're getting off this thing. No, we're not going to let you get back into the airport because then you're going to have to go through security again and everything. So just sit there and be quiet. And don't let me, let me hear you whine about wearing a mask or anything like that. You just sit there, put your mask on, and zip it, okay, until we fill this thing up. I mean, it's getting ugly. They showed lines with people waiting in lines. I'm telling you. If the gas stations that I frequent and use, and I haven't seen the price go up more than what it has been going up, right? I mean, obviously the gas prices are going up everywhere, but it hasn't gone up dramatically like we're being told is happening, you know, along the East Coast. And there hasn't been, you know, real shortages. Uh, if there's a shortage of gasoline in Texas, where I live, uh, in Dallas, Fort Worth, if there's a shortage of gasoline, there's going to be there. We are more doomed than I thought. <laughs> if that happens, I'll tell you that right now. I will say there have been lines, but those lines are because Walmart did something. We, oh my gosh, we talked about this. I went there yesterday and I was so pissed. I wanted to, I almost went live. I almost did a YouTube or an Instagram live. And maybe I'm just going to start doing that. I, I think, I, I think email me. Chewing the fat at theblaze.com if you're up for that, if you think that I should, because I, I, I almost went and just started doing a YouTube or Instagram live. I was so pissed. So I go to Sam's Club, and there's lines. I, and people rode up to get gas, and I'm so pissed because ever since Walmart allowed the Walmart Plus cards to get gasoline at Sam's Club, there's been lines at the gas station why walmart didn't say to the walmart plus card members go to murphy's that, that's the company that runs the gas stations outside the walmarts go to murphy's get your gas there at a for a limited discount with your walmart plus card but what has to happen now is that if i'm a card carrying member of sam's club which i am and I pay their extra fee so I can shop whenever the hell I want. I can go there early, late, whenever the whole hours that they're open. And I have access to their petroleum. I want my own time slot. I want my own Sam's time slot in, at the gas station. So I want that if you're a Walmart Plus member and you pull up to the gas tank and it's during the Sam's Club time, you get shot and they just, they, and they just tow your car away. 
no of course i don't want that okay i don't i know it's just a joke i don't want that but it won't work or you're get you know get out there's signs no this is sam's club time you walmart plus members uh take a hike you come back at three or whenever but now is sam's club time that better happen because walmart i get it i understand you know you for your you know fiduciary responsibilities to your stockholders and you know you've got financial uh investments into you know people uh you probably make more money on the sam's club gas than you do at murphy's but i'm telling you that as a sam's club member card carrying member for many years i'm pissed i'm pissed that i have to wait extra long because you've allowed walmart plus card members to come to my sam's club gas tank that's just me i know it's a first world problem but damn it fix it and i'm here to help i'm here to help so call me all right all right let's go to the break room i need a drink of cold a cold soda in down my throat right now i am ticked oh okay i don't really hope that makes it better did you see where uh the golden globes canceled for 2022 yeah we're just canceling it don't worry about it (laughs) after great hollywood pushback against what they're calling the scandal plagued hollywood foreign press association uh, NBC announced, yeah, you know what? Um, we're just not going to broadcast the award ceremony in 2022. Oh, okay. I mean, they haven't even said where they're going to try to do a Golden Globes ceremony next year. What's the point, right? And nobody's going to show up. They're going to do the awards. If 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 there's no, nowhere to see it but some of these stars' Instagram accounts, well, maybe they do that maybe they do that or maybe they do the new we'll talk a little bit more about the new youtube shorts thing that they're trying to promote which will make about people a bunch of money uh maybe they do those maybe they do it that way but that's not good for nbc maybe that's a slam that's what they should golden globe should go up against that and then they don't have to pay uh but they make their money from nbc right i mean nbc gives them big money for that because they bring in all the stars so no way anyway I just kind of peruse that a little bit in my mind to see how that will work out uh, well for the uh, Golden Globe Awards. I don't know that it does because of the deal with NBC. But, uh, you know, we have TV companies, Netflix, Amazon, Warner Media, all distance themselves from the Globes and the uh, Hollywood Foreign Press Association and the 87-member group made up of critics for overseas media outlets has been engulfed with these preferential treatments sought by its members to with their lack of racial representation in its ranks, which included no black members, according to the Los Angeles Times investigation. Huh. Weird. It's really that is kind of weird, actually, that they that they haven't done that. It's just so weird. Like they said, they OK, we're going to fix it. We're going to resolve problems and it will, you know, we're going to take care of it now. They said uh, that, you know what, we're just not going to. NBC said, you know what, we're just going to, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see if they can get their problems fixed by 2023. That does not bode well. And if you've cashed the money from NBC, you may want to, you know, maybe not spend it all yet. Because <laughs> uh, NBC may come knocking for a little bit of their cash back. 
I don't know. I, I don't know. And one of the things that happened, and I look, I know that the HFPA, the Hollywood Foreign Press Association, is committed, committed to meaningful reform. But we, you know, you need to get it right. Do you? Well, you do if you want the TV money, man. <laughs> so good luck. God bless to the Hollywood Foreign Press Association and the Golden Globes, man, because nobody wants anything to do with you. Okay. And did you see where Tom Cruise sent his Golden Globes back? <laughs> <laughs> here yeah you know the one i got for born on fourth of july and jerry Maguire. <laughs> yeah i here take him back i don't even want him i don't even want anything to do with two people anymore that's awesome <laughs> i mean I, I guess he we have to go back and see that he was actually there to accept the awards i'm sure that he probably was but he just take him back. I don't want him to want him anymore. They're not even worth it to me anymore. <laughs> I mean, when you have Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise, he's giving him back. Here, take him back. I don't even want him anymore. You're in trouble, right? I mean, Tom could have just said, "Hey," could have filmed himself, you know, putting him down in the basement. Hey, I'm going to keep these down here. I don't even want to see him anymore. Okay, uh, he could have done that. He could have done that. But instead, he just sent him back. Here, I don't even want him anymore. I don't even want to deal with you people anymore okay i'm done with the golden globes <laughs> that's amazing speaking of tom cruise he did you see where he actually finally broke his silence over his covid rant and he said yeah i said what i said uh that's the way it is you know don't no don't freaking worry about it. i mean his rant was great and he said no apologies uh i told i i told it to the people there i didn't tell that to the whole crew I was yelling at a select few people. I said what I said. There was a lot at stake at that point. And uh, I had the crew leave the set, and I was just a select people. And he said, uh, filming was never shut down again. Uh, yeah, no kidding. Yeah, I mean, we got the, we're got we getting the job done. I was thinking about all the people I work with and my industry and for the whole crew to know that we'd start rolling on a movie it was just a huge relief it was very emotional i gotta tell you and i, I was behind him 100 percent on that I, I really was i know a lot of people weren't and they thought it was just tom you know being tom and he's uh, not you know he's mean but that was about work i mean he may be you know this guy that doesn't believe in family values and all that kind of stuff that i know that uh you know remy is preaching you know, I know she is, uh, she's all about hating Tom and hating Scientology, Lee Remy. I get it. I, I get it. And it was just a, you know, a, a publicity stunt. Well, it worked. If it was just a publicity stunt, it worked. And it got the job done. So, you know, if he's an abusive person, okay. But at that time, I didn't see that as a being abusive person. I saw that as a guy laying down the wire and wanting to get to work and do the work that you're supposed to do and these are the rules you have to follow to do the work i just you know i know he's a bad guy i get it but i just wanted to you know stick up for him one other time plus i'm on his side with sending back the golden globes <laughs> i just take them i don't want them you know what you people make me sick just take them back i'm not gonna throw them in a box and put them up in the attic i'm not gonna throw them in the trash bin 
I just want them to send them back. Okay? You take them. I don't want them. I want nothing. I wipe my hands of you. Okay? <laughs> oh, good news, though. We talked about Ellen and her neighborhood over there in, uh, where is it, Montecito, right? And that's uh, Oprah and Harry's neighborhood. That's the gated community where she should go just to be Ellen. And then when she goes out, she has to be Ellen, the Ellen that's on. That's the way it works. That's why you make all the money. (laughs) Oh, just silly. But I see where Prince Harry and Oprah, neighbors to Ellen out there in Montecito, uh, their mental health docuseries is set to premiere on Apple TV+. Plus. Oh, yay! Man, do I... I am looking forward to Prince Harry and Oprah Winfrey's mental health docuseries. The title, The Me You Can't See. Set to premiere on Apple TV+, Plus on May 21st. Oh, man. The show will debut two months after the bombshell interview with the with Harry and Meghan, and they're still reeling from that, man, as far as the family. I don't blame them. Don't blame the family for that. But the series is going to feature stars like Lady Gaga, Glenn Close, NBA veterans, and it's going to talk about their struggles with mental health. A mental health advocate and speaker Zach Williams, Olympic boxer Virginia Ginny Fuchs, and celebrity chef Rashad Armstead, are also among the people are, that are going to be featured in the docu-series. The Me You Can't See. They've, they've partnered with 14 accredited and respected mental health experts and organizations from around the world to help shed light on different pathways to treatment. It's, uh, it's going to be huge for them, man. There, people are going to eat this up. I mean, a, the series aims to spark a global conversation. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Oprah. Now more than ever, there's an immediate need to replace the shame surrounding mental health with wisdom, compassion, and honesty. Is it, Oprah? Is it now more than ever? Because there's no shame around mental health. Oh, my gosh. It's just ridiculous. But we got to sell the series. So, good, we're going to sell the series. The, the me you can't see. Oh, man, it is going to be so good. And uh, Oprah Winfrey and Prince Harry are executive producers of the me you can't see. Coming to Apple TV Plus, on the 21st of May, 2021. I, myself, can't wait. Thought you didn't have Apple TV Plus. Yeah, I don't. But, I mean, I can't wait for it. I can't wait for the series. I know, but you don't have Apple products or Apple TV Plus. I know. I know, but, you know, I still can't wait for the Me You Can't See, produced by, executive produced by Oprah and Harry. So, back off me, all right? Well, I'm 
I've got you here, let me remind you to uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. And you might as well follow me on Twitter, at JeffyJFR, Facebook, Instagram, and Parlor Jeff Fisher Radio. Although I haven't been doing much on Parlor because I can't log on through my phone. I found out that they're still there up, and I logged on with whatever I had on the, you know, the website for my laptop, but it won't let me log on through the phone. So, and I'm afraid to delete the app because I don't know that I'm going to be able to get the app back. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. If you, you know, if you got a tip for me on the parlor, email me at chewing the fat at the blaze.com. And, uh, you know, you can always subscribe to blaze TV, uh, blaze tv.com slash Jeffy go there and, uh, you know, scroll down and give you the discounts there. I'm not sure what's available right now. I think you get 10 bucks off if you use the promo code Jeffy. So go to blaze tv.com slash Jeffy J E F F Y and subscribe. That's what helps pay for this podcast. That's why it's free to subscribe to chewing the fat. If you're listening now and you're not a subscriber for whatever reason, uh, subscribe and tell your friends, tell your neighbors, uh, they need to subscribe to all of chewing the fat okay thank you i appreciate it and i appreciate the emails that i get as well into chewing the fat at the my two favorite well actually three and one i should play this for you the one i should play there's a guy sent me a youtube link for a court hearing and the guy shows up in the zoom court hearing <laughs> with the name but Effer 3000. And I want to play this for you so bad because it's all the judges like, uh, what's your name? He sees them in the in the waiting room of the Zoom call for his courtroom. And he sees but Effer 3000. <laughs> and he's like, what's your name? And the guy tells him his name. It's Nathaniel something. And he goes, why are you come out, coming up as but Effer 3000? You stupid, you dumb. <laughs> And then just before he sends him back into the into the queue where you can't see him, it changes to the real name. So I think that someone was using this guy's Zoom or he was using someone else's Zoom to call into the court. And the original name was Butt Effer 3000. And he changed it back to his name. Maybe he did it on purpose. He didn't look like he did it on purpose. Really funny. Really funny. Thanks for that email. Uh, we'll try and, uh, you know, it's, it's pretty adult and, uh, you know, just funny. That's just funny. I got, uh, and I got a, an email from, uh, from Helen who told me that, uh, she was referring to Ernest Angley who had just died. We talked about that, I believe yesterday. Uh, she told me a story of being, uh, in Rochester, New York. And it was ridiculous, a snowy weekend, and had nothing to do, no place to go. Turn on the TV, and there were only two shows to choose from. Uh, and one was Bowling for Dollars, and the other was Ernest Angley. And I could still see him slapping some afflicted person on the forehead and exclaiming, Heal! And the person would be overcome and fall into the arms of Angley's henchmen. And it was so bad that it was funny so bad he was doing the works of the lord helen i don't know what in the heck you mean by bad i'll tell you that a couple of headlines uh, the federal judge dismissed the nra's petition to declare bankruptcy and reorganize in texas 
to, uh, according to this headline, to escape an investigation by New York's Attorney General. We'll see how that pans out. L Brands going to spin off Victoria's Secret into a separate company. That's interesting. That's interesting. Is there a number someone could call? Uh, I wonder. I mean, Victoria's Secret's been under fire, and uh, you know, lately. So, well, maybe L Brands is just like, ah, go do your thing over there. We don't want anything to do with your damn good-looking models. You fat shamers. We don't have anything to do with that. eBay is now going to allow NFT sales on its platform. Isn't that interesting? Uber and Lyft are teaming up with the White House to offer free rides to the COVID-19 vaccine sites. Isn't that special? And it's all free. It's all free, except that it's not really free. I mean, you and I are going to be paying for that you know that they're going to announce uh they've announced i believe they may have already announced it that they're going to uh partner with uh lyft and uber to provide free rides for americans to get vaccinated and i would venture to say that they're going to provide free rides for any human being not just americans that story needs to be updated with correct verbiage the partnership is part of a host of actions to achieve the administration's goal of having 70% of adult Americans receive at least one coronavirus vaccine dose by the 4th of July. Ah, that's great. That's great. Uber and Lyft are going to provide rides to and from tens of thousands of vaccination sites through their apps, which will allow customers to select a vaccination site near them, follow the directions to redeem their ride and get a free ride to and from the state it should say follow directions to redeem their ride and have uber and lyft get paid from the government and not you anyway uh, the feature is expected to launch in the next couple of weeks he's also announced partnerships with uh, federal retail pharmacies and some community colleges to provide on-site clinics for students and staff more funding immediately available to states and local governments for community outreach to encourage people to get the vaccines all good all good what we need is more money out there telling people to get vaccine what we need is for people like i don't know you president biden to say get the vaccine and get back to living not get the vaccine and still have to be quarantined and wear masks how about that how about we do that you know why you can't do that because you just don't know do you joe you just don't know that's what you should be telling the american people we don't know we want you to get the vaccine it will help we believe that it's going to help we believe that it's going to help you and it's going to help your family and you could feel safer and secure but we're not really sure so we want you to get the vaccine and then you know still continue with being safe but quit with the with the whole virtue thing i just can't i just can't take it just tell us the truth please just tell us the truth that's all i want is the truth from you people we're not going to get it you know that so i'll i'll move on uh youtube setting up a 100 million dollar fund to lure creators away from other platforms such as tiktok (laughs) i'm guessing probably uh they're just uh saying hey tiktokers come over here again please remember when we ran you all off yeah we want you back instagram you know the instagram lives i remember when we ran yeah we want you back 
And don't forget about that China stuff. So YouTube is going to offer monthly payments to creators with the most engagement while it works on a longer-term monetization plan for the people supplying popular videos. Um, You know what? I would guess that maybe some of those creators would come back if you would work out a deal with them, you know, just like you offered all this, the same kind of thing they did to original creators. And then they said, yeah, we're changing the rules, and uh, you're not going to make any any more. Okay. So I know that we've got uh, Instagram Reels, Snapchat, Spotlight, its own social video platform, and they're trying to get, uh, you know, go after TikTok on the shorts. No question. Um, Snapchat has snapchat spotlight has handed out a million dollars a day to top creators (laughs) tiktok recently expanded its fund for u.s creators to a billion dollars over three years wow i mean they are fighting for your eyes it's no wonder it's no wonder facebook wants to get insta kids up and running they need new eyes fresh eyes on all this stuff i'm sure it'll be safe don't worry about it it's fine but i you know absolutely oh my gosh there is absolutely nothing to worry about for your young children to be on instagram and creating content for people Uh, there's nothing wrong with that at all my gosh what are you what are you crazy (laughs) i mean there's a possibility that your kid could get paid well not yet and not quite but you know it's possible it's possible but still, get online and take care of it, okay? And, you know, by the way, uh, if your 12 to 15-year-olds get the vaccine, too, because we've just okayed that, too. I found it interesting today on Pat Gray. We, uh, you know, I'm there for uh, my Chewing the Fat segment, midweek Chewing the Fat segment on Wednesday during Pat Gray Unleashed, which you can, you know, I always drop those segments uh, separate on my YouTube channel. Uh, I found it interesting that the CEO of Pfizer had not got the vaccine yet huh isn't that interesting it is interesting now he of course claimed that he didn't want to appear to be jumping the line (laughs) yeah because people would be pissed people would be pissed you mean to tell me that the head of the company that makes the one of the vaccines jumped the line and got the vaccine how dare he people i stop it stop it it's just an interest i'm not saying anything's wrong with the vaccine and i had a long talk with my doc yesterday about many things and one of the things he didn't he didn't he didn't hound me about getting the vaccine he did uh we talked about all of them all uh, all the different vaccines and what's different about them and uh, he's been vaccinated he went had moderna and uh he did the way his way of telling me to get the vaccine was looking down at his computer going well when it says people are in the window of getting the vaccine it says jeff fisher right there (laughs) that's his way of saying you know just get the vaccine fat man but uh we talked about the difference between johnson and johnson and i would say that he was really you know for moderna he would say, you know, get, you, but if you go to some of these places that just do it, you just show up and they give you a shot, you don't know what you're getting until you get it. You can quote me on that. Uh, you don't know what you're getting until you get it. Now, you obviously, you know, can say no, but uh, I don't know. I was so cl- I was so close, so close to go to getting the Johnson and Johnson and they paused it. 
and I know it came back that nothing was found about it, and it was fine. And you know, it's still it's still the same old Johnson and Johnson. It just you know threw me a little bit, and I was I mean I was I was walking out the door to get the Johnson and Johnson. Not really, but I was close. And uh, I mean, I was already I'd already convinced myself, no problem, get the vaccine, just go get the Johnson and Johnson. There's I've got an app that tells me you know where the different um vaccinations are and who's got what in my neck of the woods and so i was gonna you know i was looking at that i knew where the johnson and johnson was and i was gonna go get it and then they paused it and I, then i just i just put the phone down put the app down i was like all right just not gonna get it and i i know i know my father-in-law who lives with us he's been he's fully vaccinated he's gotten the banana uh, I, you know, I get it. I know. Don't look at me like that. I know I need to get it. I just feel like I don't want to. Okay. I know I'm supposed to, but I just feel like I don't want to. <laughs> and maybe I hold out till the, at the act, till the Pfizer CEO gets his. When I find out that the Pfizer CEO actually got his own vaccine, then I'll say, you know what? Uh, I'll get it too. Maybe I go there as well. I don't know. I'm not rubbing Indian poop all over me. I don't believe in any of that crap. I know that. I'm just, I don't know. I don't know what the problem is. I just kind of feel like I've taken the flu shot multiple times over the years. I just, I don't know. I, I don't know what I have the hesitation about for the vaccine, but it's there and I keep putting it off. I keep putting it off. I know, I know, I'm sorry. So I'll leave you with this, all right? Uh, this was sent to me, and uh, I really, I really, it makes you think about it, all right? This is a post from Denzel Washington, who I love, okay? I mean, I love Denzel, and he makes a great point. You ever wonder, uh, you ever notice that when you get a new car, then you see the same kind of car on the road that you never, you love your new car, you're like, I, I'm the only one that, I'm the only one driving this car. And uh, then you get on the road and you realize, oh, my gosh, there's a whole bunch of cars like this out there on the road. Well, Danzel's post is easy to spot a red car when you're always thinking of a red car. Easy to spot opportunity when you're always thinking of opportunity. Easy to spot reasons to be mad when you're always thinking of being mad. You become what you constantly think about yourself. Watch yourself. I love that. And those are words to live by. And it should, I've heard it before, and you heard it before, but, you know, just take that with you today, okay? Something just a little uplifting from Chewing the Fat, Jeff Fisher, and Denzel Washington. Easy to spot a red car when you're always thinking of a red car. Easy to spot opportunity when you're always thinking of opportunity. Easy to spot reasons to be mad when you're always thinking of being mad. You become what you constantly think about. Watch yourself. Have a great day. 